I hope none of us have to experience God's comfort as Cheyenne is experiencing. But I guarantee this. There are going to be, if there haven't already been, ways that you've been comforted. And God wants to use that to bring comfort to others. You know what that takes? Transparency. Willingness. You know the song that Cheyenne posted on her Facebook post? To God be the glory. What's great about death? Heaven. The Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. I can't remind myself and remind you enough that there's nothing precious on earth about death. But that verse doesn't say precious in the sight of me are the death of his saints. Precious in the sight of the Lord. Being united with the very God the Father that sent his Son to sacrifice himself so that we could have eternal life. We'll never know fully I don't believe that kind of love on this earth. But oh, how we can grab a hold of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Are you willing to be a comfort to somebody today? Open up your life with transparency? That's what God would ask of us. What a gift, God's comfort. What a goal to pass it on. So what are some of the guardrails from our text? By guardrails, what does a guardrail do? Keep you from going in the ditch. Keep you on the straight and narrow. These kinds of tragedies are tests. Tests for Cheyenne. Test for the Cottrell family up there. A 15-year-old sister named Paige. A church, Calvary Baptist Church. Eagle Heights Baptist Church. A test. I noted some things. Look at verse 4 again. Who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith... We ourselves are comforted of God. In other words, isn't it amazing that two of our hymns that we sing every year and a lady 90 miles or minutes, I forget what Cheyenne said, away from her down in Florida would have experienced the exact same things? And been able to share specifically. Can I share with Cheyenne what it's like to lose a spouse after three days of marriage? Bankrupt. What a faithful God. To bring that lady, Moni. To have us sing these great hymns of the faith. Share what God specifically has done to comfort you. 
because by the comfort wherewith ye yourselves are comforted of God. Are you willing? I think too many times we think when tragedy comes that we don't want to talk about it. But in reality, I think one of the best things that helps us heal is being able to talk about it, being able to share, being able to reach out and see people. I have no idea what opportunities lie ahead for Cheyenne. But I know this, God is faithful who will give her, as she's already commented, multiplied opportunities to minister what God's comfort can do. The other thing I noticed is verse 5. For as the sufferings of Christ abound. Aren't you glad there's not a period there? There is no period there. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation, same Greek word as comfort, also aboundeth by Christ. How does the comfort abound? I mean, how does comfort come? It abounds by Jesus Christ. And I wrote this down. Here's a guardrail. Assurance that God never fails. His comfort will always meet or exceed the sufferings that we experience. Explain that, Brother Francine. Sorry. I can't figure out how God does that. But he does that, doesn't he? Just the way it says it right there. Sufferings do seem to abound. But oh, what a great God that allows comfort to abound. If we appropriate, if we look to him. Third thing I saw about a guardrail is this. Comfort doesn't usually come in the form of eliminating the suffering. It usually comes in the context of patiently enduring what God has done. Where do you get that? Look with me. Verse 6. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual. That means it's useful, it's beneficial, it's working in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Aren't you glad that God's comfort doesn't just meet the sufferings that come, but God's suffering, or God's comfort allows us to keep going in the midst of suffering? There's not a person here that's going to forget Dalton Cottrell. How he ministered here. Taught VBS. Preached to the teens. Taught a college and career Sunday school class. Preached his last three Sunday nights here. Now that he's in heaven, you and I are here needing that comfort 
that will keep us going. Don't be weary in well-doing, for in due season ye shall reap if ye faint not. Be steadfast, unmovable, always what? Abounding in the work of the Lord. When I saw what Cheyenne put on Facebook with, to God be the glory. And when I spoke with her when she got into Kansas City on Friday, I could tell that God had been doing a work of comfort in her already and that she is going to be a great blessing to literally who knows how many hundreds or thousands of people in the years to come. So comfort doesn't eliminate the suffering, but it allows us to endure, to make it through, to go on, to not give up. Lastly, verse 7. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. Hope is built on steadfast partaking. Hope. Hope. Oh, how important hope is. But I finish with this. Verses 8 and 9. How in the world Could God allow a tragedy like this? Verse 8 and 9. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. Here it is. Listen carefully. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Why? That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. Do you realize that the God of all comfort wants to remind us in the midst of our suffering and tribulation and distress and pain and suffering that we're all too prone aren't we to look to ourselves when I hear some of the statements being made on TV by politicians and others makes me cringe pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall and what God is saying here through Paul He's saying, in the comfort I give, the gift that I give of comfort, I want you to always be reminded that your confidence and my confidence, your salvation and my salvation is not found in us at all, but only in the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what it said. I love that last part. 
which raiseth the dead. Everyone who dies in Christ Jesus will be raised again. Dalton this morning, not experiencing any pain, no fear, no suffering, only rejoicing, only joy. And I'm not trying to be emotional here, although this emotional message, obviously. I'm not trying to stir up your emotion, but you know what Dalton would say to us? Keep going. Serve the Lord. Praise God. Comfort others. Do God's work every single day. How about it this morning? Do you know the God of all comfort? Have you received him by putting your trust in Jesus Christ alone for your salvation? Maybe you're saved here today and you're kind of very inward, very quiet. Don't want to share anything. Can I encourage you? God very much wants to use your testimony to minister to someone. And I'm not talking about one time in life. I'm talking about continually. Are you looking for opportunities to share comfort? The comfort of the scriptures? The comfort of what Jesus Christ has done for you? Are you willing to be his witness? Ready always to give an answer for the hope that lies within? That's what the text says. Comfort isn't to be stuffed and left in the house. Comfort is to be shared. Have you praised God recently for the way he's comforted you in life? Hasn't it been multiplied ways? When I think about that, man, am I expressing my gratefulness for a God who not only saves and sustains and guides and directs, but gives us the comfort we need in some of the most difficult times of life. The God of all comfort. All comfort. Let's stand together, can we?